Hello and welcome to the Digital Construction Skills Podcast. My name is Chris Grant and coming up on this podcast, you'll be hearing from Andy Dodman, Head of Health and Safety at Barhill Construction and Pete Ashcroft, Director of Sigma Solutions, a leading provider of service avoidance training. You will hear from Andy how Barhill have adopted digital tools into the core site activities of their business and why this has contributed to a staggering 35% reduction in utility strikes between 2019 and 2020. Pete Ashcroft tells us why the use of digital tools is also having a transformative effect on how we coach, train and assess the competency of Jenny and Cat operators. You'll also hear the voice of Saffron Grant asking the questions. Saffron is a Director of Digital Construction Skills. So Andy Dodman is the Head of Health and Safety at at Barhale Construction, one of the largest privately owned civil engineering and infrastructure specialists. So Barhale are a tier one contractor across the water, transport, built environment and energy sectors. Now, with Andy, perhaps you can tell us about how Barhale are leading the way with adopting digital tools and more generally in the underground utilities area, what digital tools have you adopted? What are the key benefits? You know, does it allow you to plan and manage work in a different way? And does anything, you know, what becomes possible now as a result? And, you know, what are the key learning points from you on this adoption journey? And what has the feedback been from site teams on the ground? And finally, you know, what about other clients and stakeholders? Okay, uh, thank you, Saffron. Um, in terms of uh, use of digital tools, we've uh, obviously excavating around underground services is one of our sort of primary uh, risk areas as a business, um, and probably aligned to sort of our approach around being a bit more proactive and using digital technology uh, to its to benefit uh, our sort of general monitoring and remote monitoring. Um, we've actually we decided to. Um, transfer our existing uh, CAT4 fleet to the GCAT4, which enables us to um, uh, sort of monitor data from, from, from this sort of technology to the cloud and then able to sort of monitor that sort of um, technology sort of remotely in terms of how the equipment is sort of being used in the field, which we we've sort of found to be of a real benefit. So it's really the transition of the old CAT fleet to the GCAT4 and then utilising that sort of digital data to our sort of benefit, really. Um, I suppose in terms of the key benefits uh, for our organisation, since we've made that that move, um, it sort of provides us with sort of real-time um, use of the equipment in the field, um, which we didn't have previously, and we're able to sort of determine how well the equipment's being used um, in all of the various sort of modes, so avoidance, power, jenny, radio modes, um, by our um, service coordinators and also by our sort of black hat gangers um, who sort of lead each of our sort of digging gangs. Um, it's also provided us with a duration of how long the equipment's used in each of the various modes as well. Um, which we're able to sort of um, develop into a sort of dashboard, a red, amber, green sort of dashboard. Um, it also allows us to sort of look at 
uh, using our assessors in the field so to have more coaching sessions with with the gangers in the field so areas where potentially we feel they could improve some of their skill sets which we're seeing from the data that we receive we're able to then take that back out into the field and have more one-to-one focused um, sessions with the gangers you know in areas that they potentially could improve and I think we've sort of found that sort of helps to uh, develop the skill sets in terms of the use of the equipment in the field and um, and also enhances the training the formal training that uh, our guys get initially sort of probably every sort of th- on a three-year basis um, so it keeps some of the the, the knowledge and the skill sets sort of in the um you know sort of w- with the guys on a more regular sort of basis really um and really so sort of in terms of sort of being able to interpret the da- data as well and I'll come on to that in a little bit in terms of the way we've sort of managed that um but I think overall it sort of gives us the sort of peace of mind that the the people that we train to use this equipment that we can actually see how it's being used through through the digital data and then identify areas that we can um, focus on some more upskilling, really. So that's been a real benefit for us, um, you know, going forward since we've introduced this technology. In terms of how it enables us to plan and manage our work in a different way, probably less so on the planning side of things, but in terms of managing, um, it enables us to sort of provide some greater focus um, on assessment and coaching um, in the field, as I've mentioned earlier. Um, it also sort of enables us to identify where coaching on a one-to-one basis is needed, um, and that helps to supplement the formal training that the guys are uh, provided. Um, and it also probably helps our guys to sort of um, perfect their skills and sort of identify some areas that they probably could in, improve their sort of skill sets and knowledge and use of the Jenny with along with the the cat itself, um, and sort of provides our end users, our gangers, our service coordinators with a lot more confidence in using the equipment. We can all go on a formal training course, um, and some of those skill sets can be quite easily lost, um, whereas it enables um, the end users to sort of perfect their skills in the field and um, we've found the, the assessments in the field have been really useful so we can actually deliver some coaching um, you know in the working environment which I think really adds a lot of sort of gravity in terms of understanding and that in, in their own sort of environment rather than in a sort of classroom type um, environment as well um, and we're sort of looking to sort of link some of the uh, permits to break ground with the sort of technology as well um, so that we can sort of close the loop on that that particular section. In terms of some of the key learning points I suppose with the use of the radio detection cat manager and and all of the data there's lots and lots of data Um, we've tried to sort of simplify the sort of the reporting output so probably one of the challenges for us has been to develop a a dashboard where you can actually um, uh, send the sort of the, the data and manage the data, if you like, into a sort of fairly simplistic red, amber, green type dashboard so that we can encourage our 
supervisors and our managers to sort of interpret the the data themselves as well and make best use of that data um, with some of their um, you know sort of their operational gangs really. Um, so probably one of the real sort of challenges for us has been to sort of. Uh, develop a dashboard and, and we're really probably we've got an excel spreadsheet style dashboard at the moment we are now in the process of sort of converting that to a power bi uh, format dashboard which we will see will, will give greater sort of visibility and uh, not only to the site team the direct site team but also the contracts managers who, who might not necessarily be based on site just to get an overall overview of uh, all of the sort of the digging gangs and how they're performing at the uh, at the sharp end. In terms of sort of feedback from the site team, it's been really positive. We were quite conscious that when we developed this, it could sort of be seen as a bit of a big brother type scenario where uh, we were checking the use of the equipment remotely and whether there would be any retribution if the equipment wasn't being used that effectively. That's not really what we've introduced this technology for. It's more to sort of really increase uh, the skill sets, provide greater focus or coaching to the to the guys um, actually digging the holes, um, which I think they've appreciated. Um, as I said earlier, you can go on a formal training course, but some of the skill sets that you develop on that training course may quite easily be lost. So I think the use of the cat and Jenny is all about sort of developing your your skills and learning from some of the areas that you might be a little bit weak on as well to sort of perform and use the equipment properly. So I think our our digging gangs have really appreciated that sort of level of focus and support rather than it be seen as a sort of big stick type scenario. We're, we're using it more in the coaching vein um, rather than than, than, than anything else really and I think it also protects our gangs as well so if, if there was unfortunately a server strike then we can obviously we use the data um, from from the equipment as well and we're able to sort of understand well actually this guy's used the equipment diligently um, and it's been an unfortunate incident that um, you know uh, they've made contact with an underground service so it also identifies, uh, you know, how the gangs are actually using the equipment and sort of protects them to a certain degree in terms of their proactive use, you know, sort of, of the equipment. Um, in terms of clients, uh, the clients that we work for, we operate primarily in the in the water sector. Um, they've been very supportive. Uh, I think some of the, uh, we're not the only company um, using this sort of data, the, the GCAT4 um cloud-based data um, so they've been very sort of um, supportive and they want to level a sort of consistency across all of their delivery partners um, so it is you know it's been quite useful to have their support really and they can sort of see that actually this is the the way forward in terms of um, using digital technology um, beneficially you know in terms of sort of that remote monitoring um, so yeah, it's been been quite a journey, but uh, and we're not fully there yet. But um, for sure, um, I think it's had a major impact in our business. And looking at sort of bottom line stats, with with if we look at our service damages 2019 compared to 2020, we since we've introduced this 
this monitoring, we've seen a probably a 35% reduction in our underground utility strikes, which obviously is very pleasing. We can always aim, we're aiming for zero, obviously, but um, certainly it's uh, it's made a quite a, a big impact in reducing our service damages. Wow, that's brilliant. So that's lots of lots of best practice and good practice that you've shared there. Um, Andy, and thanks for doing that because hopefully it'll, you know, educate and inspire like other companies who might be right at the beginning of that journey to say, right, okay, if you can get a 35% reduction in cable strikes by doing X, Y, and Z, let's find out what X, Y, and Z is and do it. So, but, you know, that that's brilliant. Thanks very much. So, <laughs> so, Pete, right. With all the new digital tools on the market, you know, what now becomes possible for you in the delivery of training, not just in the delivery of training, but for the wider industry? And just, does the industry need to rethink about how we coach, train and educate operatives, managers and asset owners? And how might we do this? And what impact might this have in how we plan and implement utilities work? It, it, there's been such good panelists on today and I was I was hoping this would happen where everything kind of links in so I'm going to kind of comment on what people have said because I think it's all relevant especially when it when it comes to training um but when we talked about um the um the, the data download from from the from the cats as well and it might just be worth just at this stage for anybody listening that might not be familiar with that going right back to basics so what the what the, what the data download now allows us to do is actually connect to a cat, if you like, by a Bluetooth or a cable and look at how often it's been used, how long for, in what mode, et cetera, et cetera. We can get a lot of information from it. So linking that back into training, one of my biggest bugbears in training has been for years is refresher periods on the training certificate. So typically what happens in this industry is that we have a person come along for a one-day Jenny and Cat course he's competent on the day, he gets his ticket, and we don't see him again for three years. What happens in between that gap? And it's something I've always had massive concerns with. We all have different abilities. We all use kit um, in, in different ways. Some people use it more often than others. How do we monitor that? And, and one, one kind of comparison that I've just gone through recently, as you know, Saffron, I've just recently moved to Lanzarote. I'm, I'm living in Spain now. And in January, I did a four-week intensive Spanish course every morning. And everyone said to me during that course, if you don't speak it, you'll lose it. And during that four weeks, I was doing it every day and I was getting good at it and speaking to people and everything else. And it ended at the end of January and I've not done it since. So we're at the end of February now. I've been busy with work and things and I've lost so much of it. I've lost that ability to communicate in it a little bit. And it's what I call skill fade. And it's the same in anything, really. You know, you have that initial training, but what happens afterwards, if you don't use it, you lose it. So how do we monitor that? For someone that's doing it every day after the training, they're going to be more competent than somebody that's done the training. And then whatever situation they've been on site, for example, they've had no need to use that that, that technology or that, that equipment. And how do we monitor that? So, so linking that back into what we talked about with the data download, the really good thing from our point of view is that we can we can download the equipment. We can see that usage. How often have they been using it? Are they using it the way they've been taught to? In a really positive way. And, and that's the other thing we've, digital tools, I guess, which I know we've had a conversation before is I'm all for it and they're fantastic, but we have to use them in the right way. And a lot of people assume that, especially when we come to data download, it's a tool to beat somebody up 
if they don't use it correctly, as, as, um, as Andy touched on before. But what we should be doing is looking at that usage. And if, if there's certain things dropping or not quite right, we can have an intervention and we can, and, we can, so, and we can monitor that. So in terms of training, from my point of view, that side of it is fantastic because we can start getting some feedback between, between those sessions. Can you just explain what the, the data download is? What, you know, for somebody who's just used a norm, using a normal genuine cat, what, what does it mean and you know, what does it do? So um, there's, a, there's a lot to it, which I won't go into massive detail about, but essentially with, with a cat, we have three basic modes. There's four, but let's just talk about three. We have power and radio, which is using the cat on its own, and we then have Jenny mode, which is what we use with a signal transmitter. One of the massive drives in the industry is to increase Jenny usage. There was a manufacturer's report done um, recently where they explained that 70%, I think it was, of utilities would not have been detected if we hadn't used the Jenny. So, so naturally, we're trying to get people using the Jenny more, and it's been a constant battle, but we're getting there. So when we deliver the training, we, we teach people how to use the Jenny and encourage them to use it more. And what sometimes, and we see this as well, people will do the day's course and you'll look at the data for a few weeks afterwards and you'll see the Jenny usage very, very high. And then what you might see in a couple of months' time is it starts to drop again. So my question is, why is it dropping? You know, you know that there's something's happened there. Why he's, has he lost confidence in it? As, as he maybe gone back to old habits, you know? So it's that kind of thing we can look at. So that's the main things we can see is how long in each mode has he used it for? You know, is he using it enough, for example, in, in, in Jenny mode? Is he using it for long enough? You know, I've seen people where they've done an excavation and they've only used it for 45 seconds. Is that enough? Why? And one example that, that, that I um, often show with people is um, there was a recent incident where there was a cable strike. And when they download the data, we realized the data had actually been faked. So the, the operator had deliberately kind of sellotaped up the on button, if you like, and left it. Um, and what I always found interesting about this story is that the, the, the company involved that were all for punishing him. Why has he done this? Why has he kind of faked his data and everything else? And I said, let's just take a step back and think about why you felt he need to do that. There's obviously something else underlying there why you would feel the need to do that. So I hope that makes sense. But use it in a proactive and positive way of getting to problems that people are having on site. Is he, is he under too much pressure? Is he getting enough time to actually conduct the tasks that he's, that he's been given and things? So, so, yeah, we can get a lot from the, from, from the data of the cat and, and use it in that in that proactive way, we do a lot of on-site coaching. And as Andy mentioned before, we'll often go out to do some site visits. And the problem is, going back to years ago, you'd go and do a site visit and you'd literally assess them on the spot. A bit like having your car MOT'd. You know, is it, is it, what is the situation today? And of course, because you're observing them, they do it right. You know, you're watching them and making notes on it. So what we do when we get to a site visit is we download the data for the previous month when I wasn't watching them, you know, and how does that compare to what I'm, what, to what I'm seeing now, you know? So it's been a great tool for us in terms of that gap of three years bet between that, that refresher period, if, if that makes sense. That's brilliant. Pete. So I think, you know, it's from, from it seems like it's the, the skills and the training can change the way that people work. And the, if you combine that with the digital tools, which is what Barhill have done, you can get a 35% reduction. At, you know, I'm not saying everyone can get that, but that's what, you know, one company's achieved. Now, 
I think as a construction industry, we're, we're always striving for marginal gains, like, you know, let's try and reduce the number of accidents by a few percent each year or try and increase our profits by a few percent. But when you can get jumps like that and you look at how you get those jumps and it's by it's with the, the right training and the right skills and the right tools, it just, you know, it just seems like a no-brainer really to, you know, if people are having a, a challenge with that, um, you know, the, again, and I'll say, like I said about Phil and Richard, that it, they don't have to do it on their own. They can ring you and they say, right, Pete, how do we address this problem? And you'll say, right, let, let's get this sorted. And because the people are there to, to help with this for anybody who, you know, is serious about making this change. One of the interesting things we had last year, as I mentioned before, the strive is to increase Jenny usage, etc., one of the um, companies that we work with, they downloaded all the data from the cats before they had the training. Then they had the training. And then four weeks later, they downloaded the information again and just saw this night and day difference in how they were using it. So that enabled them to measure it. And because often, you know, we get we send people on these training courses, but uh, have they worked? Have, have they made a difference? You know, and how do we measure that? We can very simply measure it by just strike rate, I guess. What was the cause of the strike? But if we can measure things a bit more individually and say, well, actually, we know we've increased his competence in this kit, but we are still having strikes. Is it something else then? You, you see? So I think that measuring part of it and the cat data is really linked together, um, especially when it comes to monitoring things like training. Yeah, yeah. No, that's brilliant. Thanks very much indeed for that, Pete. That's been brilliant.